previously on Roll Gay Roleplay. So did you come to a decision? I've got to go do the cherry blossom ceremony. I just wanted to let you know that, like, I want Luna to win. So I choose Luna to be the winner to get a cherry blossom. Which one of them was the worst TV? Uh, Probably Liam. They're just not super exciting. I like the Grayson. I mean, he listens to what I have to say, so. Zastasha gives me a high five because that was a good ass question. Oh. Are we all in agreement that it should just be Liam that goes home? Do we have to kill Liam? Or is that no, I, no we're not killing anyone, friend. Are we all in agreement that Liam's the one that's going home safely without being scarred for life? Home to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the decision is Liam because they're boring. Got it. All right, well, everyone say bye, Liam. I'll wake you up in the morning for the dates tomorrow. We've got three and we're starting early, so get some rest. The one bit of homework assignment that Tokyo gave you was to pick the order of these dates. I'd, I'd say that the, we go to the zoo first, then we go to the rec room to get out all of our rage about these trapped animals, and then we go to a speakeasy. I think that sounds, I think that sounds like a good day for Tokyo, don't you? Here's the deal, though. You have to go on all the dates with me, so I'm just going to like move my mouth for the camera. And you're going to ask all the actual questions. This is very smart. Right? I'm just out of my element dating normal people. Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay, real play D&D podcast. I'm Chris the DM, TikTok by Kesha. Yes. Hi, my name is Katie. I play Linspector St. Tit, our detective, and justice for Kesha. Mm. Also, yes. I'm Brandon. I play Bay and Timber by Kesha. <laughs> I'm Tisha, and I play Rux Baldacino and Grow a Pear by Kesha? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is this what we're doing? Can I change mine? Flowers by Miley Cyrus. Oh, no. I want oh. that one. Wait. Oh, my God. I had, like, okay. Wait. Am I doing Miley or am I doing Kesha? Sorry. Go on. Okay. Um, hi. I'm Jonathan. And uh, then when I'm done, I'll suck your teeth. Oh. Nice. Yes. Cannibal. Yes. Which is prime Kesha. That's on yeah. everything. I'm sorry, minus the abuse, but... Yeah, when you said Flowers by Miley Cyrus, there was a white girl chorus at the bar last night. Mm. The song came on three times, and everybody had to sing it. <laughs> I, it's giving Why is it good. such a good song? I don't know. But like, I haven't so even good, heard though. the whole song. I haven't either. It's just me sounding old. I haven't even heard the whole song, but I'm already tired of it because I just keep accidentally leaving my videos, like my noise on while watching <laughs> reels on Facebook like an old person. I'm like, I'm tired of this song because I've heard it eight times <laughs> on the child's YouTube. Okay. What about something that we're not tired of yet? We got a question. It's something we haven't touched on. 
Who is your favorite X-Men character? Mm. Yeah. A suggestion from Jonathan. Yes. Yes. Someone in all of our questions, we've never gone into the X-Men universe. It's a very large universe. It is. It is. Okay, so mine, I'm not super familiar with X-Men. I know it from way back, like, when I was growing up, but I didn't really follow through with it much as an adult. Mm -hmm. So my favorite is really just a nostalgic thing. It's Nightcrawler, and it's purely because of the X-Men video game and Nightcrawler's ability to, like, flash from one side of the screen to the other. It was, like, the only way I could win that game. Yeah, and he's fucking gay. He's also mine, too. Uh Ah. But he's, like, a Catholic gay, where he's, like, really, like, angsty and tortured about it. You know what I mean? Like, yes. he's always like, no, I'm going to leave the X-Men and become a priest. <laughs> Hair flip. Okay, uh, virgin, he like actually Jesus. did that at one point, but then it yeah. turned out it was a trick and it wasn't really a priest. It was, like, a whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. I know. <laughs> well, that's two for Nightcrawler. Yeah. Well, my favorite, I'm kind of obsessed recently because I got hooked on a new podcast called Cerebro, and it's, like, a whole thing. But, um... Also, a huge recommendation for that podcast. It's incredible, and it's, like, queer run. Which, by the way, X-Men is so fucking queer. Do you guys it know is. X-Men? Or, uh, Nightcrawler has two moms. Oh, I love Nightcrawler oh. and Rogue are brother and sister, and their parents mm-hmm. are Mystique, Mystique and, Destiny. and Destiny. Yeah, Mystique became shifted into a dude so that they could impregnate their girlfriend, Destiny. Nice. Uh, Rogue is actually adopted by Mystique and Destiny. Oh, really? I thought they were full mm-hmm. siblings. Mm-mm. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, my God. I love that. Learning journey. Also, that had nothing to do with my favorite character. <laughs> my favorite is uh, Psylocke because yes. God, she's so fucking hot and powerful and incredible. But also she has like a super problematic past and she was kind of forced to wear yellow face for 30 years. And she possessed an Asian woman's body for a really long time. It's like a big to do. But uh, she's doing great. To the ghost in the shelter. Yeah. <laughs> Also, she, it was like a huge plot point that she dyed her hair purple and they had to like find out in times of stress where she was getting the dye and how she was doing it. And I was like, yes, queen. It's giving, <laughs> we live for an aesthetic. It's giving Scarlett Johansson. Is that you? A hundred percent. I think Olivia Munn was. Uh, was Psylocke, yeah. She did so hot. Which, uh, what show was Olivia Munn on before she was Psylocke? Like nerd gamers fantasy. Oh, God. Is this a trivia uh, question, yes, or are you going to give us the answer? Attack of the game? No. I not, attack, not attack of the show, oh. but you're close. It's... Oh. And she was with Adam Sessler. Yeah. Wasn't it, it, Wasn't she a, a, like a DJ for a gaming show? G4. It was on G4. Yeah, it was on G4, and it was a gaming show. She wasn't the DJ, though. She was the host. Attack of the show? No, that wasn't... It was an X-Play. 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 No, I... I really didn't watch a whole lot of G4, but it was on all the time. Oh, I... I watched it for her. I... Because she's hot as fuck and funny as hell. She is hot as hell. Um, I was introduced to G4 by my cousin, and I cried because I didn't know that they had... Like, I didn't know that gamers were... Like, I didn't know that gaming was such a big community. I just thought I was, like, you know, unique. Whenever I found out about it, I was just like, okay, well, mom and dad, we have to have... Um, satellite TV so that I can have G4 and I can watch it all the fucking time. And anytime X-Play or Attack of the Show was on, I was fucking watching it. Also, isn't Psylocke British and Olivia Munn's American? I'm, I'm here for... was British and she was Captain Britain for a little bit and then, like, she got put into the body of Kanan, a Japanese woman 
and possessed her body for a long time. Oh, okay. But the reason I liked her wasn't because of the weird racial shit. It was mostly because of everyone was such a moral fucking high horse in the X-Men. They were like, we can't do this. We can't, we're just as bad as them. And Selick was like, no, I'll, I'll kill him. Do we want to kill him? I'll do it. Yes. You would think as a black queen supporting black queens that I would choose uh, Storm, which te- literally any other time I would choose Storm. But I... Um, this character was a, I, I, she was a gay awakening for me. Um, as in, I wanted to, I wanted to dress like her my entire life, and it's Jubilee. Really, oh, I loved Jubilee. She had a, a very bright and shiny personality, but most of all, it was the yellow raincoat. It was high fashion. <laughs> it was the moment. It was every single moment. Yeah, it was. It's Jubilee all day, and then I actually like got older and like read her like whole story of like what happened to her, and I'm like, dang, and tragedy. Like, we love a model with a past. So yeah, and her spell, her stuff was fireworks. Like that was her abilities. Like, oh my god. So yeah, Jubilee. It started out so minimal in the cartoon, but isn't she like an Omega now? She is because she's like a like a dead vampire thing. Oh yeah, I thought that was funny. I I think that was done as a retcon for like why she never aged even though she was fucking super old yeah so yeah jubilee is uh jubilee is my favorite x-men nice didn't they recently um do you know dazzler like she had her own comic for a while and she kept losing to like dr doom and getting rescued by the male superheroes which was really annoying in her own comic book hmm uh, but they recently said that Dazzler can canonically beat Jubilee. I didn't read the comic in which it happened, but it was I was, thought that was interesting. Okay. I fucking love that Dazzler is incredibly powerful. And she's like, no, no, I'm going to put on roller skates and do a fucking show. Yeah. <laughs> Be not deceived. I'm here for fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like I do like Dazzler. I think I was frustrated with the comics for sure. Mm-hmm. My f- my favorite is. First of all, I do want to bring up that Marvel X-Men has a new character coming, a trans woman escapade. Yes, oh, and what a name. I did not know that. Escapade. Yeah. It sounds like a Chevy car. Yeah, the... Chevy escapade. What they have out of it, out of that series now is really good. Like her origins, origin-ish story. Um, it's really good. Um, but my favorite's probably Rogue. It sounds kind of basic, but I love Rogue's hair. I love that she was adopted by villains and then turned good and adopted by lesbian villains. Nice. <laughs> Representation. She's a classic, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. That's classic X-Men. That is someone you, you think of right away with the whole franchise. Yeah. And I mean, that's the whole thing with X-Men, right? It, everybody talking about how it is super queer forward. Even before, you know, when they had the rule that you could not talk about any queer stuff. Yeah. Uh Because I think that was the 90s that they got rid of that. Oh, yeah. The comics code was around forever. And that was like when you saw like all of those like bat dog, bat family. And it's like because they really had to be like, well, obviously him living with this young boy is not weird in any way, shape (laughs) or form. We're going to put a woman there. So now it's like a nuclear family. Congratulations. But they were yeah. still, they were scooting they, around it. Like they, Bobby Drake being super in the closet and, uh, or Iceman, Iceman being like super mm-hmm. in the closet and everybody knew. I yes. guess by everybody, I just mean like Jean Grey and Emma. But Yeah. 
but it's still funny that all the psychics were like, honey. Limp rest yeah. emoji. <laughs> I mean, the writers really worked around that rule or whatever. Well, I can't remember. It's, it was some regulation within the comic book writing thing or whatever. No queerness. But the X-Men, they, they really wrote around it a lot. And North Star being the first openly gay character in the Marvel Universe was yeah. in X-Men. Yeah. Me and too. he's like canonically married to a non-mutant dude now i think nice but i mean they had they had comics where i think it was i can't remember which one it was but they came out as a mutant and they were like well have you tried not being a mutant like they really leaned heavy into the queer coming out it you know relating it to being a mutant yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that was Iceman, wasn't it? It was like super Yeah, it was Iceman. Yeah, the... it was Iceman. Yeah. We should probably record our episode now. Yeah, we're yes. getting on like 12 minutes. I don't know <laughs> oh, if we sorry. even all hit the heroes that we're talking about. Yeah, check out Escapade. Did everyone go at least? I think so. Escapade yeah. dresses like Lynn Spector. Yeah. Nice. It's just a trench coat. Pretty dead on. Yeah. Yes, but speaking of, we have an episode to get to. And to start it off, of course, we have to go over what happened last time. So, what happened last time? We went on a date. <laughs> yeah. Lynn Spector's first date in a while, we learned. First date in a while. We went to the zoo, which has zombies, which I am very concerned about, but Chris is very reluctant to get into any deeper. <laughs> um, so, ominously, we learned that there was originally just one zombie, but the security is not great so that people just fall in and turn into another part of the exhibit. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty devious, but also pretty smart. There's, there's a warning sign. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We were voicing Tokyo Bed and Breakfast for her. So she's going to dub herself, but we have to ask these questions. And Luna the Owlin is very, like, super fan. Yeah, we ended with a, uh, with, we ended with Luna's date. We've already gone on one date with Luna. We have two more to go. Uh, first up is with Grayson at the rec room, and then after that, we're going to go to Talk Smooth, the speakeasy with Kai for some cocktails. So, perfect. So after the first date, you are all going to make your way back to the hotel. You're going to go in separate, uh, you're going to be separated from Luna during this time because the contestants only get certain time with Tokyo. That's important. Uh, so you four and Tokyo will make your way back to the hotel. Back up to the 19th floor in her penthouse. You said 18th say, last time. 19th floor. Promise you. Okay. Okay. You guys are on the 17th floor. She's on the 19th. The suitors are on the 8th floor and the kitchen's on the 6th. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you make your way back up to the penthouse. Uh, the clock in one of the rooms will gong and she'll say, okay, it's time for the next date. I gotta be honest though, Zastasha, I kinda want you to ask the questions on this date because you weren't so sure of Grayson. And I want you to really dig into him, okay? Um, I will, yeah, absolutely. I can, like, definitely, you know, like, find out the juicy, goosey, loosey uh, details for you. So, perfect. Lynn, do you mind taking over the camera? Oh my god, no. I um I have the worst fucking headache right now. Jesus Christ. Oh, you don't look good. Yeah, I think a job where I just hold something and walk is good. It's gonna shuffle okay. over. Yeah, perfect. Put some sunglasses on. Alright, get ready. Uh set the camera up. The elevator's about to open. 
camera gets set up and the elevator opens. Grayson is standing there. Grayson being a bearded hill dwarf, large burly man, standing in a tank top and shorts. Definitely comfortable for the day. Tokyo has also changed clothes into something a little bit more athletic. Some leggings, uh, Tokyo brand, of course. And Grayson will say, All right, darling, ready to go to the rec room and wreck some shit? <laughs> yes, hot. Let's break stuff. You'll all get into the elevator and we'll go back onto the light rail. We're going to take you over to the rec room. This is also on the map. This is in the blue district. Is that southwest of the zoo? It is, like, directly south. Just a heads up, guys. I think that he's smoking on the train, by the way. Like, <laughs> Oh, cool. Okay. We're just doing that now. Yeah. We need to be careful of dinosaurs. So if this rec room is, you know, if we see any corpses, mm. we can't run. I can't run. But I need to walk very fast away from this area. Lynn is basically going, just look out for me. Actually, you know what? While you are on the light rails, why doesn't everyone roll me a perception check? I'm going to make a constitution roll, too. <laughs> Yours should also be with disadvantage. With disadvantage, yeah. You don't, don't worry. Don't worry. Treating this like a hangover. You said a... Per- 16 perception. Perception, okay. I got a four. 11. Yeah, he's smoking a cigarette after he vomited on the train. Ugh. It's the worst kind of popper. And exactly. Zastasha got a 19. Okay, Great. Maybe Rux is just being attentive to Lynn, trying to help him not vomit or not step in his own vomit. Yeah. Bay and Zastasha are looking out of different windows, though. Bay, you are absolutely certain that as the light rail takes a sharp turn, you're certain you saw some sort of appendage come out of a sewer grate. Oh, fuck. I mean, Bay's Bay's freaking out. Bay's like undulating, very excited, but can't form full sentences. But I, yeah. I, I, there's, we, sir, we got, ah, just freaking out. Uh, Zastasha, you notice what is going on with Bay. Look out the window uh, where Bay is pointing and see nothing. Hey, Bay, I know that, like, I, I know that we get uh, very excited on occasion, and I just need you to really calm down, okay? Just remember that today's not about you, it's about um, Tokyo Bed and Breakfast, okay? So just. Just really calm down, okay? The longer we wait for investigating, the more likely the sewer people are to kill Pamela Dionysus. But I remember that Pamela Dionysus is not, like, really Pamela Dionysus. It's, like, a person that we don't know. So, like, Pamela Dionysus, for all that we know, could, like, totally be a sewer person themselves. Oh, man. They didn't have eyes, but they would be so wide-eyed right now. (laughs) Didn't even consider that. Just throwing that out there, friend. Just silent. Just go silent and starts to like droop a little bit, like melty. Uh, maybe we don't talk about sewer people while um, our buddy here, Lynn, is uh, retching and uh, uh. Ruck's hands Lynn a handkerchief. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you're not going to get this back for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh, that That's all right. I mean, just. Get it back to me when you can. It will be clean. Well, that was a little. That's a little county. I. Hey. I got it. Don't. I don't. Don't worry. The light rail stops, and you are 
going to get off and make your way to the rec room, which is a rage room here in Soul Quest City. It's a place where there is stuff to break, or you can bring stuff to break. Let out all that rage. Oh, poor Inspector. You probably don't even want to be in that room, but you got to run that camera. Oh, God. They've got to have protective earwear, right? Like, yeah, yeah, I think that's fair to assume. There's protective wear uh, that you all should wear. So there is some earphones and goggles that are offered to you in the rec room before you start. Grayson is there in his tank top, huge, muscular, hairy body. He's a dwarf, and I think from the fight, I think I'm going to tell you just to kind of picture him. He's a barbarian, uh, so that is his whole persona. And on the way there, Tokyo let you know that he's a fitness and gaming streamer on Tentacle. So he kind of gets her lifestyle. That's something you can know in advance about him. Yeah, so we're here in the rec room. Zastasha and Bay, you're still on questions. Lynn, you're going to have to set up the camera. And Grayson has a bag over his arm, and he says, All right, darling, I brought a bunch of electronics and things for us to break. Glassware, I even have a toilet that we can break. It's going to be so much fun. But first, I've brought some smoothies for us to uh, satiate our bodies. It's all made of kale and collagen. You'll love it. Oh, God. Lynn does not enjoy the look at that. Oh, yeah, does that smell? Yeah, can you imagine what color that is? Great. Tokyo will... Take a sip from a straw. Nope. Tokyo will take a sip from the thumb of the smoothie and then spit it out and go, wow, that's gross. It's probably so good for you. I'll drink it all. Bay goes and slurps up the stuff she spit out. Oh, God. (laughs) Bay probably loves the rec room. Oh, yeah. There's just so much shit. So much shit. So Grayson will say, how about this, darling? You can ask me a question, and when I answer you, I'll throw you an electronic for you to break with a bat. Pick it up and like take a swing. Is it going into Mae West as opposed to Mr. Howell? Kind of. It's a little Mae Westy. It's not lovey, darling. It is. They're kind of the same person. You know what? Never saw him in the same room. Oh, well. <laughs> Heard it here first. Mae West played Thurston Howell III on Gilligan's Island. Grayson, <laughs> I have a question for you before we play your fun game do you often use acts of physical violence to express yourself because you don't understand how to communicate emotions whoa that's so different than the way i was drinking this white claw and almost spit it on my computer (laughs) bitch Uh, wait 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 ma'am wait (laughs) yes obviously i have zone of truth so So as soon as you do that, Zona, uh, Lynn is going to mutter under his breath because there's a verbal component. Uh, I am going to cast Zone of Truth second level. I can create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot radius centered on a point of my choice. It is uh, around Tokyo. Okay, not around Tokyo. She is our patron. It is around him specifically. Patron. Grayson, okay. What is the, what's the phrase you utter? We are in church. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how dumb of you. <laughs> no Great. lying in church. And you have to, uh, until the spell ends, a creature that enters the spell area for the first time mom, or start there must make a charisma saving throw. Can't speak okay. a deliberate lie while on the radius. An affected creature is aware of the spell. Okay. Uh, okay. I, it's also what you were hired to do. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Hopefully he's not smart enough to be evasive. He's not smart. That's true. 
was it a charisma saving throw? Charisma saving throw. Okay, Grayson rolled a natural 20. Oh, damn, damn it. Yeah, I have a 15. You have to beat a 15. Okay. He's very charismatic. Does that mean that he doesn't know? It said affected creatures are aware. I think it just said affected creatures. Yeah, an affected creature is aware. Oh, so he's not affected, then no. Yeah. But he's also not uh, affected. I know that it failed. You know that it failed, though, yes. Mm-hmm. Then, so Grayson will say, you can shove a lot down when you put the work into the gym. I don't need emotions when I've got muscles like this. Also, top or bottom? Top. And if you try anything otherwise, I'll shove your face in the pillow. <laughs> I, I can't tell if that's a good thing. Uh, and as he answers, he throws a laptop over to Tokyo, and Tokyo's going to take a swing at it. Oh, natural one. Okay. Oh, no. Well, the, the laptop falls to the ground, uh, and she goes, okay, Zestasha, you feel like, I feel like you'd be really good at this. Can you just, like, take the bat, and we'll just, like, CGI my body onto yours? <laughs> that sounds great. Um, I can totally do that. And can I also be asking questions, too, or do you, like, just no questions right now? Oh, yes. Then I don't even have to use my mouth. I can just use yours and make yours look like mine. Oh, my God. This is going to be so good for us. Okay, let's let's do it. Oh, that's so great. I'm going to go, like, sit in the lobby and have the smoothie. You just take care of this. <laughs> oh, you're leaving. Oh, X. Okay, that's great. Okay, hey, great. It's not just like we all need to get lip tattoos on our next group meeting immediately. Like... <laughs> Um, hey, Grayson, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how open are you feeling right now? Like, are you ready for all my questions? Or, like, do you, like, do you, do you want me, do you want me to be, like, kind to you? Or, like, what? Like, what's going on here? What's the sitch? No, get to know me. Ask whatever you want. Right. Okay, that's great. Because you know that, um, so, like, Tokyo Bed and Breakfast really loves an open book. And the more open you are and the better for TV you are, like, that's really gonna, like, get you in there, you know? But that's a metaphor. She hates books. Well, don't worry. I'm a natural streamer. I've been streaming for a long time. It's how I make all my money is on Tentacle. Oh, absolutely. Um, that's really good for you. I'm very proud of you. So, like, okay, let's just, let's just get into the questions, okay? Like, whatever. Anyway, so, um, first question for you, Grayson. Um, what is the reason that you chose to go get popcorn instead of defending her, um, defending her honor at the fight? Well, I'm pretty sure somebody cast a spell on me to make that happen. I do believe you're aware of the spells that are cast on you. Oh, I definitely am. I'm just understand. I'm just like under the impression that you don't have the mental fortitude to like break the spell. Oh, I definitely didn't. But also, I didn't mind serving such a beautiful person like Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. Here, hit this TV that I have, and he throws a really old 4K TV at you. Uh, why don't you swing an attack roll? All right. Uh, with what? With your weapon? With whatever weapon you have? Warhammer. Uh, twenty-one. Shattered. TV demolished. Oh my god. god! And you make it look so effortless too. That was impressive. Ooh, and I caught it perfectly on camera. Oh my god, that's so fantastic for Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. I'm glad that she's looking so good right now in this uh, whole moment. Um, are we ready for question number two? Oh, fire away. That's fantastic. Great. So how does it feel knowing that um, Luna did better than you in the fight? One thing I've learned from going to the gym as often as I do is don't compare yourself to others. Just focus on you. 
stare at your own reflection enough, it's the only one you see. And I just want to just throw this out there that, like, maybe I, Tokyo Bed and Breakfast, didn't see you in the fight, so... Like, you know, that's kind of a problem for you, you know, because this is a competition to like win my love or whatever. So you kind of didn't really do that. So. All right. Well, uh, maybe not, but I will fight for your love in other ways. Like, how about this? Would you like uh, another laptop thrown at you to break? Maybe this one you'll uh, hit and shatter just like you've shattered my heart with love in a good way. Oh, my God. Fire away, Grayson. Great, he'll throw the laptop at you. Go ahead and make another roll. And at this point, I would like everyone to make a perception check, but Lynn with disadvantage. Okay. My attack roll was a natural 20. Mm. This is like my second natural 20 today. It's a perception? Yes, perception for everyone else. Or and Sasha still. Perception. Yeah. And my perception was 16. Brooks got a 15. Awesome. I got a 20 with disadvantage. Okay. So laptop shatters. Grayson's going to load everything else he has into this porcelain toilet. He's got glassware. Uh, there's some plates, some old china, another laptop, a computer monitor, a couple of flash drives. All of this is just shoved into this porcelain toilet that Grayson lifts over his head. And then he says, all right, one last question, and I'll toss this at you to break. What do you got? Can I say, can I try to make like a, I want to whisper to Rux to see if they can take like one of the flash drives or something. Because this is very suspicious getting rid of all of this equipment. I want to like steal like a memory something like, and I want to like get Rux to do it because I know I'm not good at it. So I want to like whisper to Rux. You can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I can uh, handle both cameras for like literally five minutes only. They are very heavy. But I need you to grab something that made it's suspicious, right? That no, it's suspicious now that he is getting rid of all of this electronic storage. I mean, I I guess so. Uh, all right. How about the? Uh, I'll 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 take care of it. Okay, Rux. I am doing a walleye shot. That's why I have both cameras like this. Oh, she's, oh I was in Tokyo. I was not even in the room. I didn't give a shit. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Rex walks up yeah. to Grayson and says, Hey, just doing a quick security check on all this stuff. Uh, we don't want anybody to get hurt, especially uh, Zestasha over here. All right? Not that she can't handle herself or anything, but uh, I just got to look real quick because as you see, uh, you know, she's very special. Let's say that. Um, and oh. Rex rips the toilet out of... Grayson's hand. Jeez. Okay. Let's roll persuasion for me to start. Let's see how this conversation's gonna go. Nine. Okay. Uh, is there anything I can do to help? Is anyone? Grayson's. Is anyone like giving Zastasha like a signal or anything to like don't hit this stuff? Like you, you would have heard. You would have heard everything that Rux said. Rux is like doing a really terrible wink at you. Okay. Nice. Okay. Okay. Um, so Sasha is going to ready a spell. Oh. Okay. Uh, so Grayson's going to go, no, no, I've, all of this is my stuff that I'm getting rid of, and I don't need you to go through it, see? And he'll grab it back. Well, I don't care if you're getting rid of it. I just need to make sure that it's safe. That's a lot of stuff in a 
porcelain toilet, okay? Uh, you know, there's chemical reactions and all kinds of stuff that happen with that. I just need to go through it real quick, and I'll give it right back, I promise. Well, then just give me the bat. I'll break it all. Hey, also, uh, hey, Grayson, just like, just a second. So really think about the optics of what you're doing right now. Um, you're throwing a whole entire toilet at um, Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. And if the viewers kind of see that, um, it could be, it could look dangerous, you know, for Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. And so what we should do is we're going to make a disclaimer that no one was harmed in this. And legally, before we can make the disclaimer, it does need to be checked um, by a certified individual like um, like Rux over here. And so if you just give Rux like a couple of seconds to just check it out or whatever, then we can like have that. Does that make, does that make sense? Does it make sense to you? Do you understand? Roll persuasion. 22. Nice. Wow. Uh, Grayson will believe you are looking for safety items now and relinquish the toilet of goodies over to Rux to look at. This is good. I saw a toilet explode once in a public bathroom and there was shrapnel everywhere. Very destructive and horrible. While Rux is looking through the toilet uh, at the uh, items, I'm going to pull Grayson aside and we're going to continue some questions or our last question. Okay. Yeah, so Rux pulls the jump drives out and kicks them towards Lynn Spectre. He cannot move. As close to Lynn Spectre as. <laughs> Great. You've got a red one and a black one right next to your feet, Lynn. Uh, while Zastasha asks the last question. So, um, since the last uh, event um, with Luna and Liam and the gang all happened, and your role in that was such an astronomical failure, my question to you is, how are you going to ensure that from this point on, you remain a contender and the final recipient of my love? Grayson. Grayson will grab you by the small of your back and pull you in towards him. What's the height difference here? Zasasha's like, I want to say 5'11". He might have just gotten a face full of titties. There we go. So. This is illegal. <laughs> pulls you in close and says. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Uh, uh, I, Tokyo Bed and Breakfast, I am so touched by what you just said right now. Maybe, maybe Grayson is the one. Maybe you're the one, Grayson. He lifts his head back and, <gasps> shall we have a kiss? I'm, uh, I, ah. Uh... And then I, uh, Zastasha, like, uh, goes in for the kiss, but at the last moment, like, puts, uh, puts his hand, like, to block it and says, like, editing is going to fix all of this and then kisses the back of his hand. Uh, can you just roll charisma real quick? Oh, bitch. <laughs> just, a, just a flat charisma? Yeah. Okay, that's a 10. Okay. Grayson will shake himself from the situation. Perfect. I hope the date went well and you'll keep me around, since your opinion seems to matter so much. I do have her best interest at heart, I assure you. Your accent's really weird. Did you know that? 
It changes whenever I want it to. Oh, okay. Well, like, you should probably also just, like, find your own personality, too. That's great. <laughs> but, like, we're not going to get too much into that because I just, like, I feel like I'm attacking your character. And I don't want to attack your character. I just want to let you know that, like, I was really doing this in the best interest of um, Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. And I don't want you to feel, like, very attacked. But if you feel attacked, then, like, we can talk about it later, okay? But also, you shouldn't try to kiss me because I'm not actually Tokyo Bed and Breakfast. We're just going to CGI her into this. And so, like, it was kind of, like, a little bit of a betrayal that you kind of, like, tried to kiss me instead. And that's just, like, really weird. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I know you're trying to be, like, good TV. But, like, a good actor knows when to and when to not. And you didn't really know when to not. So that's just, like, really weird for me, okay? That's a song. <laughs> not to mention a huge HR violation. I was under the impression that Tokyo was ethically non-monogamous. Is that not the case? I don't think, I, I, I don't think that's really, like, for me to decide or for her to decide. I think you should ask her that very much um, with the intention of finding out for yourself. And you shouldn't, like, just assume that, like, um, that's something that we're going to, like, have here on the show. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like... I'd love to, but she doesn't actually go on dates with us. She has us go on dates with other people. It's hard to get to know her. Well, that sounds like a you problem, friend, so. (laughs) 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 So if you can, you can wrap that up. You know, we're going to wrap up this whole scene. Um, I'm very proud of you and what you did. Um, I really enjoyed what you said for that last question. I was, like, really thoughtful of you or whatever. So, like, we're going to move on from this, okay? Okay. Uh, Tokyo is going to open the door to the rec room and say, all right, time. We've got cocktails next. Let's wrap this up and go straight over there. Grayson, back to the chateau with you. But, like, you look super hot breaking all that shit. Grayson will bow nicely to Tokyo and leave. As Grayson steps away from the rec room, listeners, you and I are going to step away from the story and head over to the gay agenda. Yes, this is the gay agenda, the middle part in some of our episodes where we thank patrons, talk about sponsors, and give you some updates on the show. And to start, I get to thank our newest patrons. So thank you, Rain, for joining our Patreon. Hope you enjoy all the bonus episodes, the pre-goss series that Brandon puts together, and your windblown status on our Discord channel. If you would like to check out our Patreon, go to patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. Speaking of our Patreon, last year Brandon took over as a DM for our bonus episodes and delivered a great story that related to our first campaign. And later this year, Jonathan's going to be taking over as DM for our Patreon episodes. He's got a new story also relating to season one, but kind of a, I don't want to give away anything. If you want to check it out, it's on our Patreon, patreon.com backslash rollgayroleplay. And before we get back to the show, we have a podcast recommendation that you have to check out. This show is from our friends at Creative Typo Entertainment and has a few voices you might recognize. The show is called Isfet Archives and it is incredibly written, so well produced. I cannot recommend this podcast enough. Instead of me going on and on gushing about it here, just take a listen. Hi, I'm Emily. And I've lived my whole life being absolutely average. We're talking cat owning, small apartment in the city, normal human being. That is until recently. Now I'm being told that not only am I not normal, I'm not even human. I'm something called an anomaly, chaos incarnate. And I might be the cause of the end of humanity. Follow along as I discover who my friends are, 
who is trying to manipulate me and who is trying to kill me before I ravage this world. Lynn, I'm guessing you're going to try and grab the flash drives or the drives on the way out? Yeah, I will have given both uh, c- cameras to Rux to carry because Rux is strong. And I will have like di- tie- like bent down to tie my shoe. Can, can you roll me a sleight of hand with advantage since Rux is kind of covering you up? Yep. Did the laptops or anything have any writing on them? Nice. I got a 19. Ooh, the 19's good. So you can successfully bag both of the drives. There's one red one and there's one black one. You now have both of them in your uh, person. As for your question, Tisha, what you notice about the laptop is that it seems to be a pretty new one. It's an Anus L210. Okay. Yeah, isn't that good? (laughs) I don't get it. Uh, But it is a newer laptop. It's something that came out recently. I bet this would be a pretty good gift for Zestasha. She's always talking about technology and internet stuff this looks nice can i shove it down my pants i guess roll sleight of hand oh no (laughs) i mean i'm gonna do it anyway even if oh i got a six i guess if you're gonna do it i mean it is to just destroy stuff if you're just trying to take a laptop yeah you take a laptop you take a a broken anus l210 how broken maybe to be determined I'm sure that Zastasha, the robot builder, can fix it. Yeah. Maybe it'll take some time, not an easy solution, but cool. Uh, Then we're going to take you out of the rec room, off the second date, and directly into the third. We're going to skip the elevator scene for this one. You can switch positions if you would like in this point. Whoever would like to ask questions or be the camera person, that is completely up to you all. I'm still camera. (laughs) Lynn is still just, like, bending over, just like, get through it. Just... Yeah. Zastasha is the beef for the day, so I'm the bodyguard. Okay. okay. So that leaves Rux and Bay as the question answers, askers. Bay's okay. getting really into it, though. They're shifted into the shape of Tokyo. Nice. <laughs> Love this. Okay. God, why didn't we think of that before? You're going to make CGI so easy. God, why didn't I think of this before? I'm still working on the voice. <laughs> It's almost perfect. <coughs> I I cough when I lie. <laughs> uh, so you're going to make your way, I think we're still in the blue district, to this talk smooth, oh, this might be orange, the talk smooth, which is a speakeasy with craft cocktails. As you enter, it is that typical speakeasy atmosphere, kind of a dark, dusky look to it some jazz music playing in the background and it smells like burnt rosemary you know like everything every cocktail is made with some sort of smoke or infusion or some shit like that that's what it smells like when you walk in kai is there greeting you kai is a human uh you well i wouldn't say you know from the fight because you didn't really have a fight with him uh but before he collapsed he kind of looked like a bard um he's got long sorry kai has long dark hair kind of looks like a bard uh, using pronouns that Kai doesn't even have. And Kai greets you and has a table set up near the stage. And Kai will say, All right, Tokyo, I've got a pine cone infused old fashioned and a seashell essence martini. 
Which one would you like? Thank you. And Bay grabs both and pushes them into just whole glove into the face. Oh. Nice. That's mm. great. <laughs> and uh, you, you see Tokyo in the background just like holding up two thumbs. Just like, this is perfect. <laughs> this is great. Do I, do I have to pay for those drinks? No, don't worry. I'm also a bartender here part time. So like I get drinks for free as long as I don't like put it in the system. Do you want a garlic <laughs> martini? It's my specialty. That sounds terrible, and I would love for it. Okay. I'm going to go make that, and I'll be right back. And then you can ask me whatever questions you want, gorgeous. Hey, uh, Bay, do you think I should cast the zone of truth for when he gets back? Sure, but do you have any questions that we can ask him? Uh, well, what's his favorite drink? If he were to win one of the cherry blossoms, what would his reaction be? I guess, uh, what's his parents like? What's their parents like? What Kai's oh. parents like? Oh, jeez. That was great. Yeah, he's coming back. Here it is. Uh, yeah, as he, sit, as he sits down, Rux is going to say, ask me no questions and I'll tell you no lies. Okay, so no truth. Okay. That's a saving throw, right? Yeah. Kai. Charisma, 15. Kai, 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 Kai. Ooh, Kai has charisma. Oh no, Kai. Eleven. Nice. So Kai has to now tell the truth here, right? Yeah. Okay. Kai brings a garlic martini and puts it in front of Bay and sits down and kind of puts Kai's arm on the edge of the booth that you're sitting in. Thank you. What is, what is your opinion on feet? Fuck, Brandon. (laughs) Feet are how we ground ourselves as humans. It's what makes us whole. Also, I love licking between the toes. Okay. Well, look, you brought this on. That's fair. All right. I have another question. If you get a cherry blossom, who's the first person you're going to tell? Well, if I get a cherry blossom this time, I'm going to tell my boss here at TalkSmooth that he can suck it and I quit. This is a place that people work. (laughs) Before you get to ask your next question, the music stops. And one of the musicians says, "Uh, we've got a treat for you today. One of our staff here is a poet. So if if you could give a round of applause for Kai. Uh, He's going to do a poem today for everybody. Oh, no. No, thanks. Oh, yeah, we're doing this. Kai, he up, rubs his hand on your face, Bay, and goes, pardon me. Oh, that hand comes back dirty. (laughs) Maybe he shakes it off a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah, so Kai will walk up on stage, take the microphone, and Kai will say, first of all, you did not use pronouns for me. That should not be used. Pronouns and gender are a construct, and Kai is deconstructed. Mm. Kai will make direct eye contact with Bay and say, This poem is about finding love. At Poet Kai on Tentacle. Sestasha, as you feverishly type that in, you realize that Kai is a uh, aspiring slam poet with 12 followers. Oh. Oh, God. Uh, and you're welcome for this next 40 seconds, all. Great. 
I'm about to stand for this. I want to get a little movement in here. Hang on. Yeah, take your shirt off. Get comfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Kai will turn around uh, to not face the stage. One of the servers will bring up a large mug of coffee, steam little latte art on the top of it. And then Kai will turn back around with the microphone pressed directly into his mouth. <sighs> Soup is not paper. Tears are not currency. Is this a temperature variation database or a wooden shirt? Time to refuel, regain, renew. Eating ice cream in the shower. Shower power, power hour, hour to the minute, minute to sin it. Professor, profess me this. Does love exist for only broken people? Can I not feel love of another without spilling the blood of the sacrificial lamb that is my talent and intellect? If I must be alone, at least I am superior. Takes coffee and turns it upside down and just dumps it on the stool. Coffee spilling all over the floor. Someone is going to have to clean that up. Um, Zestasha is screaming, clapping crying, throwing up. Yes. Rux is clapping as well. Kai gets off stage and comes and sits right down next to Bay on the other side of the booth. So not even like taking up two sides of it. He's just, Kai's trying to take up one side with Bay. Oh, and goes, real talk? I hate when people do that. Oh, what do you think? <laughs> really? I think it's so weird and creepy. You're in public. But also like it's uncomfortable. Are you going to eat next to each other in this booth? Yeah, so Kai's sitting next to you now, Bay, and just, uh, what do you think? I think the power hour is now. Hot. Er, now er. Now er. I'm going to write that down. Do you have any other questions for me, gorgeous, or is this just perfect and I get a cherry blossom? I have one more that's very important to me. Mm. Do you believe in sewer people? I think it's just as likely as aliens, but I don't know either way, and it scares me to talk about. I actually don't like it at all. I only like things that are known. Okay. I I would have preferred a yes, but okay. <laughs> Do you want to be eliminated? No. I absolutely want to stay till the end. I need to make sure that I win this whole show. Are you just here trying to get followers? It's not easy getting followers as a slam poet. Tokyo can help me gain exposure. Plus, she's rich, so I don't have to work anymore. It's not that bad. God. That sounds like the dream, to be honest. That makes sense. Right? Do you have any uh, other, like, more uh, nefarious ulterior motives here? No. I just want her money and followers. God. <laughs> okay. That, that's fair. Do you like her as a person? This is tentacle, baby. That doesn't matter. So you like her well enough, I guess. The, you know, not make her life hellish or something. Uh, by her, no. whenever I'm saying this, I mean me. Oh, yeah. then not make my life hellish or whatever. No. I want to make our lives great. Our followers, our exposure, our money. It's all about us, babe. I like that. All right. I'm done with this date. Okay. Uh, Tokyo will 
lift, hold a finger and kind of like wave it in a circle in the air. Wrap it up. Time to wrap this up. And then we're going to get to the cherry blossom ceremony tonight. This has been a great day of dates. I haven't had three dates in a day in like so long. This was lovely. You guys did awesome too. Kai, why don't you just, you know, stay here and we'll call you back when we're ready. Light rail, everyone. And Tokyo will just start walking towards the light rail. God, she's rich. Why the fuck does she not have a car to take us? I hate being on the train when I have a headache this bad. (laughs) (laughs) She's got a private car in this light rail. What are you talking about? This is Tokyo's car. Okay, okay. I was like, because you keep saying light rail and not specifying. I was like, is she just on the regular light rail? But there's obviously a famous person car. With people? Never. (laughs) No, she's got her own private little uh, light rail she's going on. Uh, or light rail car she uses. So, you've now gone on three dates. You went to the zoo with Luna last episode. You went to the rec room with Grayson this episode. And you went to the talk smooth speak easy with Kai. What are you thinking? Tokyo wants your opinion on this light rail back to the hotel. What do you think so far? I mean, me as Rux, like, I don't like that Grayson fella. You know, at first I liked him, but... Now I'm, like, not so sure. He seems a bit bushy, sexually aggressive, you know. Hmm. But, you know, if that's your bag, that's your bag. I think that Luna, she was too much of a fan to be an equal partner with you. Mm. If that is something that you are looking for. I definitely don't like super fans. I don't necessarily like sexual aggression either. Those are good points. Bay, what do you think? I was also gonna say that Grayson made me uncomfortable, and he was real eager to hurt you by throwing heavy objects. Mm, That's a good point. You didn't ever throw anything at him. He was the one. (laughs) It was a little one-sided. Hmm. Almost like he was looking for a socially acceptable way to attack a woman. And he sexually assaulted one of my employees. Let us not forget that. Oh, he did get a face full of Zastasha. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. He also tried to cheat on you. So if that is, you know, if you are no discussion about boundaries or consent. Wow. That's crazy. Tokyo's going to turn and look at Zastasha. And Tokyo's going to grab both of your hands, Zastasha, and look you in the eyes and say, I trust you. Who should I eliminate at this cherry blossom ceremony? Okay, so Tokyo, I... I have my reservations because I trust your judgment and it is just very flattering to me that you are trusting me with this. But if I were to say anyone needs to go home because we're thinking about brands and we're thinking about expanding our brands and ensuring that we have the biggest reach possible and we're thinking i'm talking about kai kai should definitely go home because i looked at his tentacle and he only has 12 squidlings (sighs) oh that's 
unacceptable. How did Kai even make it in this competition? Then? I don't know. I think you need to go ahead and revet your team that is in charge of hiring people to be on your show because they did not do a good job. Because what is 12 squidlings? Yeah, recruiters fired. I appreciate you so much, Sestasha. You see exactly what I need in someone. Absolutely. Okay. Well, since we're back at Showtel, you can just go back to your room, and I'll get you tomorrow morning for the final two. Uh, all four of you. It's been awesome. And I'll eliminate Kai tonight. And then we'll have a final two with Luna and Grayson, where we'll pick a winner tomorrow. Thank you. This is such an honor. Tokyo Bed and Breakfast will make her way to the elevator. The man at the concierge will let her up, use his retinal scanner to get her upstairs. Uh, and then he'll let you into the elevator, up to your 17th floor presidential suite. Uh, when you get there, there's actually a live stream of the elimination. Uh, so you get to watch it happen this time. It's not live on Tokyo's site. This is just a stream from the camera itself. So only you guys get to see this, not everybody. And of course, the first cherry blossom goes to Luna. Luna flutters up again. Second time she's gotten it in a row. The first time. So excited. She flutters back. And they have a little kiss together. And then Grayson and Kai stand there. And Tokyo says, this last cherry blossom goes to... <sighs> Grayson. Grayson kind of gives like a, yes! Walks up and accepts a cherry blossom. Kai is absolutely bummed, kicking dirt, head down, hair in their face. Tokyo says, Kai, I just can't handle that you don't have any squidlings. Maybe if you were more popular, you just need to work on yourself first before you can find love with someone else. I wish you the best, Kai. And Kai goes, this is fucking bullshit. I, whatever, your followers can find me at Poet Kai on Tentacle. Make me famous. We're gonna cut that. <laughs> As Kai walks out, Kai tries to punch Grayson, and Grayson blocks it and punches Kai and knocks him out. Uh. And that's where we're gonna end the episode. So we started Great. the episode with four people. We had Luna, Kai, Grayson, and Liam. Liam left us early on. Kai just got eliminated. We're down to Luna and Grayson. Tokyo Bed and Breakfast will find her true love soon, but who is it? We'll find out on the next episode of Roll Gay Roleplay. Until then, I am Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade. I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one. I'm Brandon. You can find me sporadically on TikTok at Blue Cotton Candy Cosplay. Hi, my name is Katie, and I'm on an artistic retreat uh, in the Netherlands where they don't allow me to have cell phones. Yes. Okay, okay, Queen. And hi, I am Jonathan, and you can find me on the social medias at various names, and maybe I don't want to be found anymore. Mm. Come join me in the Netherlands. I'll be there soon. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 An RGRP LLC production. Music by Joe Barsanti. <laughs>